Red. It's awesome. Flash. Good morning, Discord. I am Congressman Cool Rick. Joining me today, we got Spencer, we got Sam, and we got Liam. We're going to be talking about the brand new update that dropped just a few hours ago. So, everyone, uh, say hi. Here, you know what? Let's let's go around the room, and uh, you guys give me your initial reactions and uh, and introduce yourself to the people. Spencer, initial reaction. It was a great update. Um, not much else to say. Not nothing huge. There's, so uh... there's so much to say about the update too. It's, 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 it's a big one. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. We'll talk about it in depth. All right, Sam, how's it going? What do you got? What are your initial? Uh, what's your initial reaction to seeing everything uh, the last two days? Uh, well, I'm good, and uh, I mean, you know what? I think I don't really like Clan Capital, so for me, this hasn't been especially exciting. But it's always cool to see new content, I guess. And Liam, thanks for joining us again. Uh, we thought you'd be filling in for Sam, who forgot we were doing this, but showed up last second. Uh, anyway, Liam, introduce yourself for those who may not know you very well and, and tell us your initial reactions. Uh, yeah, so hey, my name's Liam, and uh, I'm more known as Vanessa Baxter on the Reddit. I've been here before, but uh, yeah, initial impressions are it's a buggy update, let's just say, but it sounds like there's some potential still. A bit excited about it, so. Hopefully everyone else is. updates aren't buggy, to be fair? Uh, I, I, I just going to say, like, I, I don't know. I felt like maybe this one and Builderbase were really buggy compared to the others, but maybe that's just because they're more recent. Uh, what do you think, Rick? So the, the big bugs I've seen so far are um, already being addressed. So the one that I've seen the most people talk about was trying to use a book would actually cost you gems. Uh, <laughs> there's, like a, there's a little bit of gap between when the Goblin Builder is going to go live uh, and it was it was added to this update, but it's not gonna the event isn't gonna start for another couple days, so people were being charged gems and they were unable to use books. Uh, but that's being fixed. The maintenance break what, is it now or soon? It's already uh, been passed, I believe. Okay, yeah. So definitely by the time anyone's downloading this, it it hopefully has been fixed. But we know they've done maintenance breaks to not fix issues before as well. They said they put a little band aid fix on it until they can really fix it. Yeah, so yeah, the the inability to use books is the band-aid mm -hmm. fix because people were trying to use books and it was costing them gems. Yeah, that so, is a bit unfortunate. Yeah, so, so, so what they did was they immediately just said, hey, you can't use books in the lab or um, <laughs> in, in basically the lab, right? Yeah, and for anyone who has used the gems, uh, you can ask base a book for a refund and they should give you a refund for that. Oh, yeah, 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 great point. Yeah, a whole lot of stuff for us to go through, too. We're probably going to miss some some things on the update. Uh, just because there is, like, on paper, it's a lot, right? But, yeah, I don't know. It's still, overall, it feels just pretty underwhelming to me still somehow. And I'm, I'm going to talk myself into liking it over the next hour. Uh, but I guess <laughs> before we start getting into all the all the nitty-gritty of the, of the update, too, we'll say thanks, everyone in the audience, for joining us, too, um, at the... At the end of this, we're going to solicit questions uh, from everyone. And um, if we if we choose your question um, at the end, hey, uh, our favorite question or whatever, um, we're going to give you the Royal Champion Ghost Skin for free. If you already have the Gold Pass, just li please let me know so we don't waste it on you. Uh, I have a code for just the Royal Champion Ghost Skin. So if you're a free-to-play player, not not with the pass, but you still want the skin, go ahead and ask us a question. And yeah, I'll try and, try and hook it up at the end if it's a good one. I guess Spencer, 
you're the one who loved the update. Uh, start us off. What was your what was your favorite part? This is our our second district update. The first one we got was Skeleton Park, so we really got a a, a feel for how these district updates are gonna go. And uh, overall, I'm I'm pretty happy. I I feel like a, a district alone is a solid update. I I feel like we don't need any super troop or anything. Um, but I do see a lot of people saying they don't want um, updates to be just districts and they want something from uh, for each village at the minimum. But I'm fine with the whole district, specifically because uh, w with the district, we get the new troop, new spell, and my favorite part, the new ter terrain. But yeah, just at, at face value, well, what do you guys think about having just a district in an update? Well, I mean, I've, we were looking forward to this already, like the new kind of clan capital update. Uh, one district does seem a bit um, underwhelming, to say the least. But uh, then I was looking at like the upgrades and like, maybe new meta strategies that one could use. Um, I'd say that it it will be interesting to test and see what's going to happen in the coming days, especially like, watching YouTube tutorials for me. Um, but so far, it, it does it does look like one district might be enough to to kind of change the meta and see see how that goes. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what about you, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I always struggle with clan capital rights because I I don't want to spend the entire time talking about um, well, how I much I dislike how they're doing updates these <laughs> days. But I'm just gonna briefly mention it. I really hate the whole three pillars of clashing and how. Each update they kind of alternate. So today's kind capital. Well, yeah, this this season's kind capital. The next one will be, I assume, uh, builder base in theory, uh, and etc. Home village, then capital of builders, and so on, so on. I don't like how they're weighted equally, and I think it just gives a really big content drought for. I mean, especially the home village, which should be the main centerpiece, right? And it obviously leads to great updates where we get a load of new content like we did a few months ago in new hero levels, new troop levels, new defense levels, you know, the big Town Hall 15 refresh, that's great. But it means, in the meantime, we have this really big content drought, should be the main part of the game. And I think it's reasonable to say that Clan Capital is not most people's priority or favorite gameplay experience. So I just think overall it's a bit underwhelming that, yeah, we've had quite a few quality of life things and UI changes, but on the whole, this update has nothing for the home village, and I do wish they kind of rethink that whole approach. Yeah, it's, it is it is weird, too. I know like there's been a whole lot of pushback against that rotation, but I know like we did get a little bit of stuff. There was like the UIs refreshed across the board. Uh, they finally fixed the Super Archer and Blimp uh, glitch. Uh, kinda. Yeah, it's it's mostly fixed, but maybe not. I guess we'll find out. And then also, like I, I've been kind of lumping in the balance changes we got a couple weeks ago for Town Hall ten to fourteen in right. Yeah, in in, in with this, they just kind of did it early. I, I I don't know why if they just wanted to push those out and maybe refine them in this update or not. But I know. So we are we did get you know we got a little home village. Uh, mostly two weeks ago, we got obviously a whole lot of stuff in the capital. Two new troops and a new spell, a new district, uh, new defenses, new obstacles. Uh, like the layout of the the new mine is kind of cool. Uh, so you know, and like oh, and then also builder base changes too that didn't make uh some 
of the final patch notes, but there are builder-based balance changes too that um, we'll probably touch on later as well. So, mm-hmm. like on, on paper, it feels like a lot, but I think the bulk of being capital is where I kind of landed on it feeling underwhelming. Liam, do you have a favorite part of the update that you wanted to talk about? Uh, yes, actually. So my favorite part is that they increased the uh, forge capital uh, storage. So like now you can have, I believe it's 35,000. Um, and before it used to just be uh, 25,000. And so that that's a huge plus for me because, uh, oh, wait. <laughs> um, because yeah, now you can store more capital, which means you don't have to leave the town every time like uh, donate if you're like maxed out and helping other clans. Um, and actually, mm. well, yeah, Five just mentioned something there as well with the UI scaling. Uh, I personally don't like it. It changes all the text size, and because I've I, like I have a few accounts, I kind of have muscle memory for that. So that's kind of annoying. Uh, Spencer, you've yeah, you have thoughts about the UI, right? Um, honestly, so yeah, I I first experienced this new UI um on the dev build when we got it a few months back, and it was it was. It was a, a a big change for me at first, but I've gotten used to it. And now that the update's released, I I honestly really don't care. I'm 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 used to it. But I could see why a lot of people don't like it. It does look kind of chunky and fat, but I don't know. I feel like most people just don't like it because it's something different. What exactly are you guys talking about? Because honestly, I haven't noticed too much. <laughs> um, I haven't played a lot this morning, but I, it's I did only play on a dev build, and I, I noticed like. There's when you pull up the the info screen on troops and stuff. Obviously, that's different. But you guys are talking about it it affecting your actual gameplay. Like, what's what's going on there? It's on like the tablets, the um the clan chat um and screens, pop up screens, got a new uh fat chunky look. I feel like. Yeah, so like the text size got bigger um, on uh, tablets, especially. And then as well, when you click on like training your troops, like when you donate. So I donate and then I go and train my troops. And like the position is all changed, so now I have to like always wait and figure out where that is. A small thing, but you know, uh, well, all on the contrary for me, my UI has gotten smaller, and that is what screwed in me because I keep pressing on things that are just in the complete wrong place. Like all my interface, all the pop-ups, like you said, they've all gone from filling the screen to very much not filling the screen. So we, I, I don't know how that's happened, because I was expecting you to say, oh yeah, everything on tablets got smaller, but I'm playing on my phone, uh, and while your tablet seemed to have gone bigger UI, mine's got smaller. So I really don't know what's happening there. Yeah, I wish they made it like toggable, like so that you could like choose whether or not you want it, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Like it's So it sounds like it's affecting different devices differently. That's got to be frustrating. Yeah. I mean, they have a toggleable size for the troop deployment bar. I'm surprised that they don't actually have a UI size, you know, option, which would just be quite a nice quality of life feature in general, actually. And Spencer, you you said this what this was in the dev build. Yeah, I I, I remember uh, seeing it a few months ago, and at first I was really thrown off by it, and I didn't really like it. But I'm used to it now, so it doesn't bother me. It shows how much I pay attention to the dev build. Before we move on from the kind of UI discussion, should we also yeah, yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, the troops, the troop UI? So obviously when you go to upgrade a troop oh. now, the UI, all different. No longer do we have the progress bars with the little green showing you how much you're increasing. It's entirely reworked AI. Uh, you can see, and the supplies for buildings as well, I believe. You now have almost like statistic boxes which show like plus 300 in your upgrading and then 
Also, the troop icon shows a little animation of the troop actually fighting in battle, so not just a static picture. Um, based on what I've seen so far, the sub doesn't really like this. Can anyone elaborate on why that might be? Yeah, so initially it's it's really nice, um, especially with the, the videos and stuff. But I brought this up during testing, and I said, those progress bars, we're really going to miss those because... Uh, the existence of those bars showed us the stat that would change and it showed us how far they could change and every time we went to upgrade it would, it would show us how much they would change with the upgrade and now that we don't have those progress bars i feel like we uh, a lot of that transparency is lost and I, I remember i brought this up during testing and the one creator agreed with me and that was judo sloth himself i just wanted wow. to bring that up yeah quite, quite but, so I really miss those uh, progress bars because they showed how much your troops would evolve throughout the game as you upgrade them. I really like the transparency about that. And one other thing I don't like about these new info screens is... So all the stats are displayed in these little rectangles. and But some of the stats have so much wars that they just shrunk the text to fit in the box. So there's so many different size texts throughout all these boxes. It's, it's really inconsistent, whereas before, all the text was listed kind of like bullet points, and uh, it was all the same size. So those are my two major gripes with these, uh, mo mostly the progress bars. But uh, what so, do you think about the absence of them, Rick? Like, I mean, I, I don't care about the progress bars. I mean, like, uh, like uh, it, it's, always, it's always been like a little like ambiguous how like how much you have to go to max anyway because everything ends in a different in a different level you know there's level five gettys or level 12 hogs are max you know so you can't really do one for one which is it's nice in the new builder hall update how they did you know hey 20s max across the board so you can always kind of know but i don't know like the progress bars never felt like they really helped me all that much on on the main village anyway but I would argue it's also not just about seeing your progress, you know, artificially seeing how close you are to being max or whatever. It also places the stats in more of a relative context. Because truthfully, if you just see plus 50 ZPS on the Hog Rider, you can't tell if that is significant. That's a big jump. Dang. Or if it's actually relatively minor. Like, sure, you can guess it from what, you, you know, the base damage you've gone from but was that much smaller than all your previous upgrades can you visually see this is actually a very significant upgrade or can you see actually overall this isn't doing much to my dps compared to maybe other level ups you just you just don't see that information and i think it's a bit of a shame like obviously i like seen him saying i've been trying to make this point really badly uh you can see the current value but even then you do lose a bit of the context of just how much the upgrades might compare to other levels. For example, if you can see that actually your plus 25 only increases a tiny bit of the bar, you know that there are other levels that will increase your troops' damage much more. With just numbers, you don't have that kind of contextual information. So I guess while, while we are complaining about stuff and talking about <laughs> the negative, uh, let's let's move on and talk about the goblin builder uh i want to hear i want to hear spencer's wild take on it first because i know it's going to be crazy yeah 
Did you guys see that post on the subreddit? Someone posted, and the caption was like, "I want to kill this guy so much." And then the, all the, all the comment sections were just ripping on this poor goblin. <laughs> I, I saw it. Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of hate posts. To be honest, a whole lot of punchable faces. <laughs> People are hating on him. Yeah, it looks see, weird. It everyone, looks weird. I feel like everyone's saying it looks weird because it's supposed to look like a goblin. What we're used to. But it's supposed to be a merge between a goblin and a builder, so oh, that's why uh, I'm perfectly fine with the design. He looks so friendly. The, the, the best I've heard anyone describe the goblin is, uh, is something Vibe said in, the, in the, the mod lounge the other day, where he said it, it looks like a goblin with a Snapchat filter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is good. That is very good. It, it just seems, I mean, to me, it seems like it's a bit too different from the rest of, like, uh, the original Tash game, like it just, it looks like it's turning into a different game when it compared to the other troops. I think now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like unanimously, we all dislike the artwork except for Spencer, right? Yeah, oh, yes. Just it's a goblin, guys. <laughs> I, I was, I was gonna say that I dislike it, but I do agree with Spencer. It's just the goblin. It's just the picture. Yeah. You can go over it. Beyond the artwork. What do we think of the the Goblin Builder just as a concept or as an addition to the game? So that's another thing that I'm always going to disagree with people on. I see a lot of people saying that it's it's negative. But to me, it's great for low town halls. And it's that feature where uh, um, if you have it, great. If, if you want to use it, that's great. If you don't want to use it, that's great as well. You know, um, It's better to have this than not have it. So that's my, my stance on it. I have no issue with it. I think it's a great event for low town halls. So I will confess, because of just stuff in real life, I haven't had a huge amount of time to properly look at the value of the Golden Builder. So I was wondering if actually one of you could explain, is it more worth it to hire this Golden Builder than just to say gem and upgrades or use some gems to buy a book? That's a great question. Essentially, you have a Goblin Helper he can be a builder and he can help in the lab too to start an additional build or an additional research item. And there's a gem cost associated with it and it was 40 gems a day. It only allows you to start the upgrade. You still pay the resources and you still have to wait it out. So we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now. And where I think most people are kind of landing is it makes the most sense for lower town halls. Right, because once you get up into nineteen twenty day upgrades, you're you're almost spending as much as a book. So why I don't know why you spend eight hundred gems on a twenty day upgrade when you can get a book for nine fifty or whatever it is or, or nine twenty five apparently, and not wait. So it might make sense for lower town halls where you're spending eighty gems to start it, and then you're still waiting two days. Uh, but I don't know that I like it as a concept. There's two big pieces of, of opposition that I've been reading to it and those are basically one that it normalizes spending gems at early, early town hall levels which it absolutely will um, even though it's only a temporary event uh, if, it, if it ever comes back or is a permanent addition it's definitely going to normalize spending gems and buying gems and spending money and those are business and that's what they're going to want to do. The other thing people are worried is that it's a test for a diamond pass that would include a seventh builder, mm. maybe or maybe a variation of that as instead of just a one-time gem cost, which would be 
probably 4,000 gems. So uh, as a concept, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, I know Spencer's going to have some strong opinions, I assume. Uh, so how do you feel about yeah, it? Yeah, you're dumb. Well, yeah, like I said, it's there for people who want it. If you don't want it, don't use it. Who cares, you know? You're losing an argument when you start saying, if you don't like it, well, then just don't use it. Well, yeah, it's it's a feature for people who want to use it. And if you don't want to use it, you don't have to use it. People right, are asking, so why like, should people want to use it? To use it. Uh, for a seventh builder to help speed their progression, especially at lower town halls, like I was mentioning before. And spending gems is so regular in this game. We get gems all over. We even have a gem mine um, in builder base. Gems is is a part of the game, just like magic items, you know. Well, what's a gem mine give you a day? Right, it's only. Like four gems oh, a day or something at max. I don't even know anymore. Gosh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's yeah, nine or ten or something. Someone should do the math because we get it's five gems a day. Every it's basically five gems a day for the gem mine. Yeah, yeah, that is a max gem mine. However, all right. So thank you, Godly. Uh, so max gem mine is five point oh four gems a day. Six gems a day with the clock tower. So you get six gems a day plus obstacles. Which I believe still average three gems. villages. So, like every every three days, every three or four days, roughly, you're gonna earn enough gems to do one day worth of a job, a joblin, joblin builder. A joblin. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Like, I guess when you put it that way, it really doesn't sound like a bad deal, considering the amount of free gems yeah. again. I mm. really hadn't considered that. So, thanks, Spencer. Yeah, and you also get gems from uh, clan games if you choose the gem reward and by selling magic yeah. items because I don't know about you guys, but I sell every resource potion I get. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I'm getting more on board with the Goblin Builder now that you guys are making me think about it. The, the thing I wonder, though, is what, would it like help you get an advantage to upgrading faster if you were like, close to max, or is it just for low town halls then, the advantage? Um, yeah, the, the advantage, it, it's kind of like a nice curve, a perfect curve. Um, as the town halls progress and as the uh, the upgrades get longer, uh, his use um, lowers in value. So then as a free-to-play free player, you wouldn't use it if you're like town hall 15. Couldn't have close to max. Definitely session. not. Yeah. Right, cool. right, um, anything else we want to touch on on the Goblin Builder, though? One last thing I do want to mention about the Goblin Builder is... It's really good for the lab, specifically because the lab at each town hall is always longer than um, all the all the building requirements divided up by the builders. It's I forgot the because we only have one uh, researcher at a time, and so all the upgrades lined up. I think it's over or around four years, which is less than um, the builder the building time in the whole game. So having another researcher is great. All right, yeah. I, I guess uh, we're moving it on. So I want to kick it to Liam next. S Spencer and I have both played the update uh, considerably over the last couple of weeks, and you have only first seen it today. So I'm wondering what your initial reaction is and initial thoughts are on uh, uh, the Super Miner, on the Mega Sparky. Is That's what they're calling it, right? The Mega Sparky? Or just... Yeah, yeah. Mega Sparky. Yeah, Mega Sparky. And then... The Endless Haste spell, which is a mouthful <laughs> to say. So uh, I know you do the most capital hits of anyone I know, of any more than any three people I know. Do you think you're going to start using these troops? Or, you know, uh, yeah, just, just tell me what you think about them. I mean, yeah, like initially, like um, the Super Miner, I thought it would look cool because when I saw that it could go like under like the water and 
through the mountains. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Kind of destroy a base building. Um, but I, I've used it like the only I've only used it once in the challenge, uh, and um, uh, that was uh, it was it was interesting. So yeah, like I, it's it seems to be strong enough. Um, uh, because of like the saved armies, I don't know if I want to switch all my armies on all, all the accounts to update a new uh, like to create a new uh, army for capital. But if if it does does change the matter and it becomes like the new hog rider or something, uh, hog color, then I'd be yeah I'd probably I'd probably use it more. And then the endless haste spell is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, I was kind of disappointed. I thought it would be because it's endless that it would never like run out. Uh, but it's only for four attacks. But the cool thing about it is that it does last, like it does accelerate the whole troop for the whole attack, uh, which is something I didn't realize at the time. Um, so yeah, it it seems cool, and I look forward to using them. Uh, but I also want to see what the pros and uh, judo's loss, uh, how they kind of find new tactics on YouTube. One last thing to add, actually, is I feel like a lot of these new troops and new spells, that, um, like for, for most, like the average clasher, which I consider myself to be, um, I feel like we oh, might no, use them. <laughs> we might use them once or twice, and then they'll be like, "Ah, oh, that's cool and fun." But then we'll, we might go back to our usual armies um, until they nerf the graveyard spell again or something like that. So we'll have to see how it goes. Um, but out of all your testing, uh, Rick and Set Spencer, have you like seen anything interesting or anything that stood out? Great question. So, yeah, when I found out that we were getting the super minor in Clan Capital, my initial reaction was, "Gosh, this is this is lazy. I don't I don't want a super minor in Clan Capital because uh, we we got the Infernal Dragon for Skeleton Park, and I remember that just felt lazy too. Um, but then I I really began to think about it, um, and the the fact that it could burrow underwater and uh, under cliffs and under all the terrain that's so useful to have in clan capital uh from, from a troop because that's the only ground troop that could do that now um so it, it really does make sense to have the super miner in clan capital and after playing around with them um from my use um in testing he was he was pretty good cool little fun fact uh spencer you would know did they fix it uh where it bubbles when it goes underwater instead of the little yes. burrow animation Yes, nice little bubble. Yeah, yeah, so he does bubble, which I think is a nice little, <laughs> cool little touch. My first thought when I saw Super Miner in Clan Capital was Capital Hybrid. I did a whole lot of Capital Hybrid with Super Miners and Hogs, and both with heals and rages and still using the graveyards, and it's it's a viable attack. I don't know if it's going right. to replace anything as like the go-to meta, uh, especially because Hog Graveyard is still... Is, is is still really good. It's uh, the graveyard nerf again didn't do anything. It do, it doesn't really matter how many skeletons you take away from it. You, it's it's like a, <laughs> as a concept it works. So dropping another two skeletons ain't gonna do anything. It hasn't done anything three times. I think they they like they if they really want to end the graveyard meta, like they need to rework the graveyard. But anyway, super miners and packs of hogs is capital hybrid is is viable so like that's what i'm gonna try out that's what i did play with sparky is awesome the mega sparky is is also cool it's probably gonna end up being like more niche use against specific layouts but it is it is strong and it keeps going it's huge like 100 100 true space right yeah and that thing just stays alive and doesn't die yep like my grandma <laughs> 
That did not sound happy. Jesus. <laughs> I love my grandma. I Just don't know why I said that. <laughs> Speaking of uh, layouts, Rick, um, sorry, just to cut in there, there, there was an interesting post on the sub actually, um, where, because now there's in the new update, you can copy capital layouts and share them as links. Uh, and someone uh, copied and shared all the links for the default layouts, uh, which will, because I feel like most plans have the default layouts still. And so it'd be good to like practice on them and see if you can always get them down to two hits. Uh, so, well, well, what do you think about that, Sam? I I think on on the whole, just on the topic of capital base layouts, it's a fine thing. I think it's a good change. I I think we've dis- discussed it before, but I, I'd see no reason for them not to be there because the only argument would be that. Oh well, people will just all use the same copy bases, but <laughs> at the moment everyone's still using the same default bases. And yeah, sure, people could start now more easily practicing on all the default bases, name down to attacks. But you could kind of already do that, it's just with a little bit more effort, right? And mm-hmm. in theory, actually, having base links will now mean less people use default bases because people will use the other bases out there made by people who actually put the effort into building high capital bases. So actually, I think having base layout links for capital makes it less of a problem because it's much easier for people just to bin off those default bases, which, you know, people will have already perfected much better than any other bases. Layout links are the best thing that ever happened to Clan Capital, and I will go on record and I will fight anyone who says it's a bad addition because I've only heard... I've only heard bad arguments against it, and I've heard a lot of them. Yeah. So, like, people are saying, like, like everything is going to be toxic maze layouts. Um, like, you know, the Mega Sparky takes care of that. Jump spell got reduced to one space, so you're going to actually be able to use jump spells now. Again, a nice mm. counter to maze bases. Yeah, like, the complaint that we're going to see a lot of the same layouts. Uh, um, yeah, guess what we do <laughs> now? I, I attack the default layout a million times every weekend, and I'm tired of it. So... Even if I'm attacking the same five layouts, cool. That is still five times more than the number of layouts I am already used to hitting. It's a this is a great thing. I love it, and hopefully yeah, it encourages yeah. more people to actually base build on the capital layout. You can tweak it yourself. Still, you don't have to be lazy with it. It's going to make attacking more interesting. It's going to make people expand a little more instead of doing the the same hits. I do thirteen accounts through the capital, and almost all of them are hitting yeah. default layouts. I use three armies. Like, I already know, no matter what I open up, it's going to be one of three armies, and hopefully that changes now. Thanks to Rick, layouts. You sound like someone who's built a lot of capital layouts. I have not. I have never moved a single capital building in my life. Probably not going to start now. I can tell you from experience, building capital layouts is probably the most annoying thing ever, and it takes, like, forever. So I'm so glad that I'll be able to copy links now. There's 50 clan castles in the Pikalon. <laughs> Like you know, when you open the layout editor, can you st- like can you still pick everything up like, just like you can on the regular base? I've literally never opened it. Yeah, 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 you can. Yeah, you can. Okay, so that's not too bad. But yeah, l- links will be a good thing. Agreed. Agreed. All right. The last thing we need to okay. go over is um the endless haste spell. I definitely mispronounced that. Endless haste. There we go. So yeah, when I when I initially saw this spell, I was like, oh come on. But the fact that it keeps the troops th- with a speed increase for the remainder of the attack 
is incredible. Uh, not only because the clan capital bases are so large, but because a lot of those troops in clan capital are so slow and need that speed boost, um, especially the mountain golem. It is funny to watch a mountain golem book it from one side of a base to another. <laughs> Do you think that could become a new strategy? It maybe if you like, you could drop a golem so. and get, and keep it speedy, and then put troops so they don't like you know, like super whiz or something, and then make sure they don't go through that, and then they might actually stay behind the golem to tank uh but still mm. it's i don't like i don't know that it's going to be a, a widely used viable attack but it's going to be fun to play with that's for sure yeah it's just it's 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 kind of got two layers to it in a weird way doesn't it because you think it's endless because it'll last the whole time but like as in the physical spell will be there the whole time but that's not entirely true it's about the fact that it lasts the whole time that's what all the comments were saying they're like, it's not endless if it's only four attacks. Yeah. Which I thought was so funny. And there are plenty of people taking four attacks to clear districts. Well, they suck. Like, <laughs> ma magic showed us that. It happens, and it happens a lot more often than people on Reddit want to admit. Even I don't take four attacks to destroy districts. So that, that should say a lot about the people who do. It's going to be a lot of people just spamming some stuff down and force quitting. I mean, that's how you get through capital, mostly, Liam, right? Uh, that's only how I get through capital. <laughs> I just deploy my troops and, and quit because uh, waiting for them would take too long. Are you, are you ready to tell us exactly how many accounts you play capital on each weekend? Absolutely not. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go. Is it more than 75? Uh, also, before we, we go to that, actually, just uh, can I just quick uh, comment? Rick and Spencer, you say Golem? Is it not Golem? Like, how do you are you pronouncing it wrong? Or, or... It's Golem. I hate people who say Golem so much. It's, it's, but I, that's I, how I it's pronounced. I could not tell if Liam was taking the piss or actually asking a serious question. You're thinking of Lord of the Rings, Rick, not uh, Golem. Uh, they're pronounced the same though. This is Golem. Everyone who says Golem is wrong. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Liam. You're embarrassing yourself. Well, you, you know you lost the argument when you say everyone else is wrong. So you know. Everyone else is wrong. <laughs> sure, whatever makes you sleep at night. It's a it's it's a Golem. Is there anything else that we got to talk about with with the capital? Builder base black balance changes. I was about to say we move on to builder base. Yes. I don't know what the final stats of builder base balance changes were because they didn't tell us until today. Oh, well, yeah. that's why you have a handy graphic made by your, your very own Yusef Spencerosaurus, which I'll oh, yeah, find on Reddit it. right now and put in the chat. I just did. You're too slow. All right. What I want to know, the dropship didn't change from testing. The baby dragon didn't change from testing. Actually, there was a change with the dropship. Um, the dropship didn't have any buff in the testing. Yeah, so they only had a rework in testing, and then last minute they gave the hit point and uh, special ability radius buff. Bit by bit, the Rage Barbarian got more DPS. The dropship now targets defenses and also got a bit of a DPS buff and an expanded radius for the explosion. Dropships is terrible. I it's disgustingly bad. Uh, the Night Witch got hit point. 
increase and uh, it spawns bats faster. The baby dragon does less damage on the knees and the battle machine. Uh, the, like they they phrase it as fixing a glitch, but it's kind of a nerf because sometimes the 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 third strike from the battle machine wouldn't chain correctly. So the the way they fixed it, it was just like it it just chains less now. <laughs> it just doesn't do that third hit that sometimes goofed up. So the battle machine got a bit of a nerf. And overall, I hate. Like, eh, no, like I, I won't say hate it. I I don't think any of these changes mean anything. Uh, really. I mean. I don't see the need for a battle machine nerf. I mean, I know you said they kind of disguised it as a bug fix because of the issue with the third hit, but I think that's quite unfortunate. I don't think it was needed at all. And, I mean, clearly they saw an issue with everyone just using baby dragons and thought they nerfed that as well. But then the buffs, I, I, can't, I still can't see anyone using any of those troops. So it feels like a bit of just a sucky, inconsequential balance change to me. The like the dropships, dropships targeting defenses is wildly crazy. It it doesn't work because they they didn't get any health increase. They just race forward. They race forward into the base and die immediately, and they're completely useless. And 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 it and Supercell was told this repeatedly a bunch of times. Basically, everyone who tested the dropships and like I was hoping for a rework there. But yeah, if you didn't use dropships. Before this update, you're not going to start using them now because of this. You're going to want to use them even less, if that's possible. Rick, I recommend you stop talking because you are wrong. They did yeah. get a hit point increase. Oh, they did? Okay, well, it's probably, okay, well if, if it's enough, sure, cool. It's a huge increase, too. It's a 21% increase. That, dude, that's not enough. That's not enough, dude. They were, it's like one extra hit, you know? Yeah. But Rick, uh, Duck actually brings a good point. He says, on drop chips, wouldn't that be better than if they're targeting both defenses? You could kind of crush bases that way, no? Oh, go, go try it out, and then, like, please, like, like, hey, if, if you discover an awesome new meta, and, like, hey, I will, I will eat crow here in the next RTC episode. I will say, Duck discovered mm-hmm. something amazing. Uh, <laughs> I was wrong. Drop ships are cool. Like, I would love to do that. Uh, you know, I, I do think drop ships are pointless, even with a 20% increase. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Oh, and they ruin Ooh. drags. I'm disappointed because that was my go-to. Like, well, all all it's going to do is just force the m- majority of casual players into P.E.K.K.A. spam because P.E.K.K.A.s weren't touched and none of the defenses were in P.E.K.K.A. spam works. So everyone's just going to end up doing more P.E.K.K.A. spam. Yeah, so I I reached out to one of the developers and asked them why the P.E.K.K.A. didn't get a nerf. Um... And their response was, the P.E.K.K.A. is, they think that the P.E.K.K.A. is balanced at higher Town Hall levels and might be a little OP at lower Town Hall levels. Yeah. That was their response. Ultimately, like, I don't, like, um, and maybe I sounded a little, like, angry there, but ultimately I don't really care because I'm just going through the motions day by day until I max Builder Hall 10, and then I'm going to forget about it entirely. I mean, who even plays Builder Base, right? To be fair, I played it a bit more since the rework, to be fair. I have never filled up any of my Builder Bank since the Gold Pass change. Really? Wow. Yeah, I don't play any. Which sucks, because I I love Builder Base 2.0, but I just, I don't play it, sorry. 
I mean, you don't really play the main game either, so I'm hardly <laughs> Yeah, I've surprised. been without a league for probably two months now. <laughs> what? But I still what log in every do? few hours. <laughs> what do you do? I have do? a clan to run. What do you mean? What do I do? I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I see. We're over this. When are we going to do an episode just full of Spencer? Uh, like... well, it's, been, it's been on the back burner for about a year now, and I really think I really think that should be the anniversary special, which is coming up in a few months. I think that should be the special dedicated to Spencer and how absolutely mad he is. How awesome my playstyle is. We just That's an interesting way spend an hour roasting each other on all the dumb Clash stuff we do. And it's largely going to be Spencer anyway. Yeah. Nah. Well, is there, moving on from Spencer, as much as I'd like to rag on him, is there anything else from the updates that anyone would like to talk about? Because I do have one thing, which I actually only noticed about an hour ago, by accident. What? Yeah, what is it? Oh, I was, uh, oh, was going to see if anyone else had anything to say, but uh, when I logged on to my mini-account, which I haven't played on in literally months, so it's kind of gone through the whole returning player stuff, I had to attack my village oh, again, I got oh, some upgrade yeah. stuff, all that for Jezzel. Uh, because I was just purely log on to see what the new troop level up infographic looked like because I maxed on my main account so I couldn't see what that looked like now. So I went onto my main account and they've added a new feature there which I didn't see discussed anywhere on the patch notes and that is they've now got this little weekly daily reward thing when you return. So if you log in each day really? for seven days you get a reward and that ends on the seventh day with, I think, a hammer a building. So it's no impressively, impressively good free rewards, literally just for coming back to the game. And I don't think I saw anything about the patch notes on that, so I imagine that is something that a lot of people missed. That's actually huge. They, they did make changes to the returning player experience. Obviously, that was one of them. And no, it wasn't talked about. <laughs> um, like it, it annoys me when they do big stuff like that and not put it in the patch notes. Yeah, like it, it makes a lot of sense too because, like, they would give you free upgrades if you were gone for ninety days. Now that is much shorter, and you can do it more often too. Yeah, like, uh, like that kind of stuff is good to publicize. Like, where if you want to, like, we should be able to tell people, like, hey, come back to the game because there's it's it's a lot better now. You're not just going to get a handful of dumb upgrades on your mortars uh, at random like you used to. Now it's there's actually something really cool to talk to. You get it looks like five potions a book and a hammer if you yeah. log back in you're immediately rewarded still with those free upgrades but now you have a reason to you know it, it kind of psychologically convinces you to d log, log in daily for a week that's a pretty good idea and it looks kind of strong too indeed i also just think on just the whole basis of historical evidence almost it's really rubbish they don't put this kind of stuff in the patch notes i mean the, the fact that there's literally no record of when this is added you know in say two years time really irrationally bothers me. I think it's really not... Because in theory, the patch notes should have everything in an update. And when it you should be comprehensive, yeah. Just, exactly. When you when you literally just don't put stuff in, that really bugs me. Sure, for your big video or your overall summary, you don't need to put everything. But in patch notes, the kind of point of them, they're almost like a de development log. You're meant to tell people everything you've added. And especially when it's a good feature, I don't know why you'd miss it. I mean, the only reason I could actually attribute to it is because they forgot. Oh, it's like an Easter egg as well. Uh, like, yeah. like I, when they originally introduced like the automatic upgrades in the returning player feature thing, 
like they did that by surprise and didn't tell anyone and that yeah it's off a ton of people too because there were a lot of people who had like got like goblin only accounts and then they logged back in after a year and their barracks had been all upgraded <laughs> um then like a lot of like engineered bases got a little wrecked and you know the argument yeah. against that was like well you should have been playing if you haven't touched your account in a year you know like i don't know what you expected but yeah i know like so it's annoying that like that they made significant changes to that again without informing anyone although i don't i don't know if there's any downside this time no it's not like they're trying to be they're, they're, they're genuinely trying to be helpful it's just a bit of a shame they don't talk about it to be honest yeah it just it, it makes me wonder like what else they conveniently forgot to mention started conspiracy to get Luke. <laughs> well it really is you know what 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 have we been missing out on? I could I could actually see them doing that, you know, just putting in a feature like quite obscure. Oh, they've quite done that before, and just and just seeing how long it takes for someone to realize. Have they? Yeah, one one feature that I remember was never mentioned in patch notes was the pet chasing the butterfly. Oh yeah, I don't I don't mean stuff like that. I mean like eh, actual... like little Easter egg stuff like that. I think's fine. Yeah, that's fair enough. But like an actual feature, like a button which actually does something, you see, or what, you know, whatever it may be, it would be quite funny if they added something like that into the game, and no one's found it. Could have been there for years, and they're still waiting for someone to find it. Just ponder that for a second. That sounds fun, though. I know. I hope this now <laughs> causes a lot of people to go like spend hours just scourging the game trying to find something and be completely unsuccessful. It's getting close to the time we need to wrap this up so if uh if y'all listening in the audience have any questions go ahead and and, uh and and drop us a question in our our favorite one one that we talk about i can give you the ghost rc skin for free it won't be with the gold pass it'll just be the skin but uh still kind of cool so uh oopsie said how do some big bugs like the book issue get missed during testing is there a difference between testing and the live server yeah, Spencer, you were involved in the testing. How did how did you miss that? <laughs> uh, why on earth would I use a book of building and testing if I could just max out my base with one click of a button? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, End of discussion. Yeah, Next question. Uh, uh, well, I'll, like, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll give a real answer. Um, uh, <laughs> we don't actually know what the whole play testing process is. Uh, Spencer and I are both supercell creators um when we have we do have access to the dev build uh hopefully we're not the primary play testers for them but um just the way the dev build works uh we we just like automatically go in and tap a few buttons and cool now i'm a max town hall 15 and i can look at this stuff and the youtubers will go and make videos but um a lot of the small bugs like that that get missed at least i can only speak to you from from my perspective uh because we don't really have a reason to go upgrading stuff and trying to use, like, it, it's not something obvious to us to go and try and use a book to upgrade things during the Goblin Builder. It's just, hey, look at this. It's kind of cool. Here's the concept. And now YouTubers can make videos regarding it. Like, so we're not, we're not actual playtesters. They do ask our questions for feedback on balance and stuff. Uh, and we're glad to give it, but... As far as that kind of stuff, I don't. I honestly don't know how they missed it. And you would, you would think they would have some kind of play testers somewhere doing that. Equally, 
I, I think that is the realest answer. Just not everything will get tested. I mean, could you imagine trying to test every single feature? That would take a while, right? So some stuff just inevitably will slip through, I imagine. Like, I know, like, one of the big bugs, too, that uh, people blamed on creators a while ago was when, I think it was BuilderBase 2.0, that update, reset everyone's Warbase layout. And... And uh, uh, I, yeah. I know I heard people yeah. blaming YouTubers okay. and creators for not catching that one. Like we don't, like no one does Legends League in in the dev build because there's only 50 people there. And why would I go do Legends League League attacks there on a base I've already maxed for no reason? Like so, there's no reason to have even looked at a Legends League layout um, or a War layout, obviously for the same reason. So yeah, that that's how those things get missed, at least from from the Supercell content creators. Um, next question, uh, Iron Fish, I'd like to hear thoughts on a more competitive option for the clan capital. Doesn't have to be a full event like CWL. Um, there's power leagues like in Brawl Stars or Legend Seasons with Reset. Um, yeah, uh, do you guys have any ideas for making capital more competitive? Well, like, I mean, I think it's already like the there's already the trophy pushing competitors like, like the top clans i was trying to get to the top uh and if they you know at, at one point there was that you know fix your game uh superstar I, that was for the builder base as well but plant capital um and i don't know like i feel like the competitive aspect is really like how many bases can you get down in two hits and just kind of practicing that over and over um i maybe like if they made it into a competition with prizes that would incentivize more people to do it but right now, if you're just a max clan capital at the top of legends, like you don't you don't really have much of a kind of other than trying to be the first or top ten. Uh, so I don't know if 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 there would be a lot of competitive uh, aspect that could be added on top of the push, trophy pushing already. Um, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts about it. Uh, someone asked, how exactly did the clan capital matchmaking get changed? Uh, was that listed out in the patch notes? Capital raid matchmaking has been adjusted to account for new requirements um, of upgrades per capital hall level. So, yeah, so previously I think it was 1,600 was the number of upgrades needed. And then once you're beyond 1,600, you're just kind of in a free-for-all of all clans matchmaking. Once you get up there, someone's going to correct me in chat, I bet. But I believe that has been raised. I don't remember precisely two and i don't know if there's smaller divisions beneath it and i don't know if i'm allowed to say the new number <laughs> so uh yeah sorry i i guess that's that's all i can really do that's all i can really answer there what troop do you guys think should be added next to the capital uh let's go spencer william sam clan capital what does clan capital need i really like the clan capital mega troops um but I do feel like we should get some type of hero on Clan Capital. That would be really nice. So I'm just going to be super general and say, I would like to see a hero in Clan Capital. And I w I'm going to predict that we get one next update because I'm going to predict that the next update is going to be um, Capital Hall 11. That's my prediction. If the next update is more Clan Capital stuff, I am going to shoot myself. No, not the but next uh, update, as in next update. Next update is the next uh, Capital update. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, what do we need in the Capital? Like, I mean, this might be because I like using E-Dragons, but something like an E-Dragon would be a nice, like, a fly, maybe uh, spamming E-Dragon, or maybe a Super Electro Dragon, once we get that in the main village. 
if we do. Uh, that could be fun. Um, but yeah, new hero would be nice. Um, yeah, Sam, any thoughts? Uh, well, I was kind of thinking something like an ice golem, maybe. I know it sounds actually quite boring, but not maybe not necessarily an ice golem, but something that kind of has a spell-like effect, potentially on death, potentially not. Something that means that you don't necessarily have to invest a spell if you want to do something. So, for example, if you don't want to bring another freeze, you can always take an ice golem. Something that gives that kind of ability, I think, would be quite a nice addition to the clan capsule. There was, a, there was a previous question from uh, Seri. He asked, uh, do you see the graveyard hive matter changing at all despite all the new RB combinations additions? Rick? So uh, I haven't seen anything indicates to me graveyards going away, uh, at least right away. Uh, new metas tend to take a little bit of time to, to evolve and, and come out, so maybe in the next week or two we might see some more stuff uh but yeah like super miners are pretty strong sparky is pretty strong a lot of people are going to be playing with those so i would start checking out uh capital uh capital content on youtube keep an eye out i, I don't know if we know enough right now to make a judgment on capital meta changes honest to be honest uh spencer i might have a question for you do you enjoy watching clash of clans esports and what's your opinion on the current state of the world championships is there anything you think they should change and that comes from tickers i know you're a big fan of esports um i actually do not watch the esports if i have nothing to do i'll put it on my tv and do stuff around the house but i i don't watch it i don't necessarily enjoy it i feel like one thing, uh, one part of enjoying uh, any type of sport is having a, a team that you could cheer on. And I just, I don't have anyone I could cheer on. So that's why I'm hoping of uh, building a, a team for the community here. And that way I could have a team to cheer on. But outside of that, yeah, no, not really. All right, fair enough. I mean, to, to add to that, I do watch, I mean, I say do, I used to watch Clash of Esports quite a lot. Recently, I just haven't really found the time to. As much so, I don't think I can comment on the state of the current World Championships. But overall, I think Spencer's kind of right in why people don't watch it. Is it's hard to it's hard to root for a team. It's it's fairly static as esports goes. It's not the most to a lot of people most engaging thing. Uh, I mean, I I I do seriously enjoy watching them equally. A lot of complaints in the past have been, for example, oh, all the attacks just Lalo, or more recently, oh, loads of attacks are just super Archer Blimp, uh, super Barbarians, and I think the rep repetitivity of attacks can get a bit exhausting as well, so I don't know what the solution for fixing Clash Clans Esports is, but I think more people should give it a try than the amount that currently do. All right, I think that just about does it for us this week. Thank you guys all for joining us. Uh, any parting shots or uh, shout-outs uh, that you have, Liam? Uh, I'd like to shout-out Spencer for all the hard work he's been, and everyone else on the mod team as well, uh, for this new update. There's been a lot of uh, bugs being reported on, and uh, thank you, everyone. And then I'd also like to shout-out 
uh, two podcasts actually. Uh, one of them would be Inside uh, Clash with Trample Damage. He does a lot of great content and is always enjoyable to listen to. And then the last one I just finished uh, uh, hearing today, which was Crystal 2 joined with uh, Magic uh, Junior, which we had on, I believe it was last podcast. Um, and so, yeah, that was a really nice interview as well. So check out those as well. You can find those on Spotify probably. But only check those out after you listen to every single one of our episodes, of course. <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah, you got to believe that. Uh, Spencer, do you have any shout outs? Um, I ha- uh, shout out to Liam. He's very helpful. Um, and shout out to... Man, you two just kiss already. I know. <laughs> the tension is growing, I'm telling you. Um, and shout out to the Clash of Clans dev team. Um, specifically one person i don't think i could say their name but uh, they're very helpful i feel like i could always ask them a question they'll give me a really good answer so shout out to that one developer rick i'm gonna give a shout out to you because while liam spence have been kissing each other's asses you you've got nothing so there you go shout out to rick for being around and not being spencer and liam specifically i also want to pat us all on the back us four for because obviously we're only going to shout out ourselves and be (laughs) And be self congratulatory like that. It's cool. Let's stand around in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I want to give two big shout outs both to the Crystal to Join podcast and the Clash Wolves. Uh, they each this last week did amazing recaps of our interview with Magic Junior, the Clash King uh, developer. So those are really cool. If, if you, if you want to hear our episode again, you can definitely hear it on those two streams. Then. Um, also speaking of Crystal to join, uh, they were kind enough to have me on a couple weeks ago. It was a real great time. Wu and Carl put on an amazing show. I had a blast doing it. I think it's really funny. Uh, I also think it's uh, probably one of their best episodes. I'm going to include <laughs> a link to my interview there in the show notes. So please, you guys go download it and check it out. And then the other podcast that I just called out, the Clashables. This Saturday, they're doing a really cool event. Spencer and I are taking part. Liam too, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, they are going to call it uh, the Pod Wars. So right after the world, right after the world's streams wrap up, uh, stay on Twitch and go to uh, Big B's channel. That's twitch.tv slash big underscore B70. It's Big B70. You'll be able to see it. And they're going to do the Pod Wars. They're going to talk to a lot of different podcast hosts and people who have been frequent guests on podcasts. Uh, going to interview everyone over a couple hours in tiny little blocks. We're going to do a friendly war, attack each other. They're going to try and talk trash to us during our attacks. It should be really funny. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, again, that's the Clash Wolves, and you're going to find links to their podcast and to Big Beast channel in the show notes, the episode description of of this podcast when you download it. Uh, Clash of Nine is here. He's saying there's still two spots left to sign up. So if you are a podcaster or been a guest on podcast. Definitely um, get in contact with any of us, and we can point you in the right direction if you want to show up and participate in that. That's Saturday the 14th, or mid-morning, afternoon, depending on what time zone you are in the U.S., uh, but right after the, the World Final streams wrap up. And that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, we'll catch you in two weeks, where we're going to have another really fun episode with a whole lot of stuff to talk about. I already know. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thank you all for listening. Been a pleasure, as always. Yep, see you in two weeks.